Well, hello, and welcome to The Insecurity Project. I'm your host, Jamin Fraser, and I am on a mission to end the unnecessary suffering caused by the fear of not being good enough. We've all got it. We've all got to work through it. But thankfully, there is a clear, intelligent, and complete solution to the insecurity problem, and that is what this project is all about. Hope you enjoyed today's program. Hey friends, it's Jamin here. It's 10 minute Tuesday time. This week I'm talking about the subject object switch. So look, psychologist Robert Keegan, he's the chair of adult development at Harvard. He says the subject object switch is the single most important move we can make to accelerate personal growth. And I reckon he'd know a thing or two, being at Harvard and all. So if it's good enough for him, I think it's good enough for me and you all as well. So the basic idea of subject-object switch is uh, when we're in the subject, we're totally in our own head, associated with our own thoughts, identifying with our own experience through our own perception. That's being subjective. Objective, the complete opposite, being outside of your own head, being able to look back in with clarity and non-attachment. So... Robert Keegan says every time we do that, every time we make that switch, we actually bolster our ability to grow. We accelerate our, our human potential and accelerate our growth. So it's kind of an important thing. So this is something that I've been looking at heaps lately because it's a pretty simple idea, which is great because I think all the best ideas are simple. It doesn't make them easy, but it's great that it's not complicated because it's something you can really get your teeth into. So the cool thing is every time we make the subject object switch, we get out of story and into process, we get out of our own perception and into a bigger perspective of what's really going on. We give ourselves a massive advantage, we give ourselves more awareness and more choice. So it's kind of a cool thing to um, integrate into daily rituals. So here are a few key ideas around how I've been doing this and how I've been helping others do this that I think you might find useful. So firstly, high quality questions, Um, a, a ritual around asking questions as a way of solving problems so typically we have issues we have problems we're trying to solve and we come to the table with what we already know about them and we experience these problems through our own head Um, the problem with being in your own head is you've only got your own resourcefulness to deal with that if you haven't solved it in the past it's hard to solve it in the future especially if your thoughts are messy and you you don't have clarity around uh, what it is you're trying to solve so the ability to get out of your head and see your problem as a collective problem, to see it as a problem that someone else has already solved uh, so that there is already an answer to this problem is a key part of solving it. So high quality questions is a really useful way of getting you out of uh, your own experience into the magic of what is yet for you to see and learn. Anthony Robbins says the quality of our life is determined by the quality of the questions we ask ourselves. So as part of my Sunday night ritual of a meeting with myself, there's a bunch of questions that I ask myself. And it's so useful because it takes me out of my own subjectiveness and helps me think more clearly around what's going on and explore other options that I hadn't seen if I could only stay in my own subjective thoughts. So clear thinking, there's a lot to be said for thinking clearly about things and being precise. Uh, I think these high quality questions allow us to just think more clearly. And thinking clearly is an objective thing to do. Thinking emotionally, irrationally, with their own blinkers on is a very subjective thing to do. Uh, Unavoidable because we're creatures, we're storytellers, we experience the world uh, as we see it, not as it is. 
so we can't avoid the subjective it's just not that useful in terms of change and growth mindfulness uh, i talk about all this all the time is not a you know you're not a superhero if you're practicing mindfulness and meditation this is par for the course with what we understand around human behavior the way the brain works the way our emotions are connected to our body um, you know taking time out to breathe and actually distance yourself from your own thought you know that's the great advantage of of meditation and mindfulness as i see it it's just the ability to not associate and identify with a thought just to realize oh hang on a minute these thoughts they come and they go i don't have to do anything with them they don't actually have to define me or my decision making Hmm, it's just a suggestion that's useful uh, because if i don't like the suggestion i'm not tired to act on it i love a quote from the great reformer martin luther he says you can you can't stop birds flying around your head but you can stop them nesting in your hair so mindfulness just helps you actually integrate that idea into your daily living because it gives you space between you know stimulus and response a thought pops in it gives you some time to go okay well what do i do with that uh, coaching, I, I think coaching is a very useful way of getting the subject-object switch because coaching by its very nature is all about an objective voice, someone who doesn't care, who's not vested in your results, who's able to take you out of story and into process to help you have a look around, to gain some distance from your current experience, to see what else you can notice when you gain a different lens about your story. That's a very useful thing to do. Uh, you know, I think uh, it's very difficult to, to maintain regular objectivity as yourself. You kind of need someone who's outside of you and your story to get you outside of you and your story. Uh, and the be, do, the be Do Have model. Some of you may have heard me talk about this before, but I think this is a really great example of the subject-object switch because, you know, just a, a quick rerun of it. Typically, people start their life as the have-do-be, which is when I have enough time and money and support, then I'll do the things I've wanted to do and then I'll be successful, which is a really victim way of living your life because you never have the right conditions or support or resources before you start. The second kind of people is, is the worker. They're not waiting. They just dump, jump into doing. You know, uh, The more I do, the more I'll have, and the more I'll have, the happier I'll be. They get stuck in this cycle of doing and having and and the being successful never arrives whereas winners they get clear about what they want and then their question the game-changing question is who would I need to be to have access to that so that question right there takes you out of your subjective experience it gives you a different way of thinking about your own reality it's like if I was someone else if I was someone else who already knew how to solve this problem how would I look back in at this problem that's exactly the subject-object switch. And then imagining that I was that person, what would that person then be doing? And if I was doing what that person were doing, then what, what would I have? We used this at the coaching retreat in Queenstown a couple of weeks ago. We had two separate rooms. One room was the subject room, the other was the object room. So using space to differentiate yourself from being in your own experience to getting outside of it and having a look around. We made the boardroom a very clean space, a judgment-free space, and I invited people to go, who do you know who has solved this problem already? Imagine you got to have a conversation with them and you got to experience this problem through their eyes. What would they ask? What would they suggest? How would they approach this that's very different to you? It's a completely objective approach to what was prior to that a subjective experience. So literally just by walking from one room to the other, 
gave uh, these this group of people a very different way of accessing stuff and practice the subject object switch which gave them so much more awareness and so much more choice so uh, this is a really simple idea but a, a powerful idea and every time you practice it it accelerates the growth in your life that's the subject object switch i'll talk to you again next week you've been listening to the insecurity project i hope you found the content and conversations useful and remember, you are not just the actor in the story, you are the storyteller. You have the ability to turn this all around.